hour of the show here on a Friday afternoon. It is Wolf and Luke. Quite the day for sports here in the Valley. Got the uh, the second and third rounds of the draft coming up tonight. Cardinals have four picks there. We had a caller earlier. We did a listeners-only meeting. Point out this is actually a pretty big day for the Cardinals and for Monty Austin for it. Uh, and I could not agree more because here's a chance to really, really put your fingerprints all over this team. We got Suns Nuggets game one tomorrow. And we're going to have a lot to talk about on Monday when we come in here too, Wolf. Yeah, you know, they got four picks, of course, under the top 104. And we all know 104 is really the creme de la creme of the draft. <laughs> so they got four picks in the top 104 left, ladies and gentlemen. And what they're going to do with it, that's going to be very, very interesting to see. Do you think they gave up pick 105 in that draft last night? Because they were like, what's the point? Of this course. is lower than 104. Yes. <laughs> you can't. You cannot <laughs> Take away the power of 104. That's that's what they gave. That's they gave Houston pick three and pick 105. <laughs> and Houston was probably like 105. What's the point? This is yes. lower than 104. Well, exactly. Well. That's why you'll take it and like it. <laughs> well, the Cardinals will pick 33rd, 81st, 94th, and 96th uh, tonight. Of course, the draft starts uh, at, with pick 32 tonight. The Steelers are technically on the clock right now, and then the Cardinals immediately after that. Paris Johnson Jr. Was the Cardinals pick last night after some maneuvering to go from three down to 12 and then from 12 back up to six. And we were talking about this earlier, Wolf, and we're going to talk to Paris Johnson Jr. here shortly. But um, they had a chance at Will Anderson and they decided, you know what, that's that's not that's not what we necessarily not a knock on Will Anderson. But that's that wasn't what they were targeting in this draft when they dropped down to 12. I was still in the studio and I could hear your reaction out there yeah. on the on the great lawn. It was kinda like, All right, you know, that's that's a trade. It's not a bad trade. It's not you didn't like rip Houston off, but it's when they traded back up with Detroit where it was like Okay, you just created additional draft picks out of nothing, basically, and still got the guy you wanted. Yeah, no, to me it was an act of brilliance. It really was to see what Monty Ford did, and he did it in his very first opportunity as general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. That blew me away. Now, again, I realized that before the draft, what happened before the draft, the fact he made a phone call That's when he wasn't different. supposed to make a phone call, I, I, it seems like such a human thing to do, but it was the inexperience. The in um, okay, so we got. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> you just, I just ended stopped. that sentence. Yes. Paris Johnson Jr. joining us right now on the uh, on the Arizona Sports Line. Paris, uh, thank you for the time. I'm sure it's been a whirlwind. Uh, congratulations, and you know we just heard your press conference. the The thing that stood out to me is you seem genuinely enthusiastic about being here. Yes, sir. I mean, it's a, a blessing to be here. Um, you you have ties here too, right? I mean, this is not you have ties that I don't think we necessarily all knew about until the Cardinals actually took you at number six last night. Yes, yes. So my dad played here. Uh, he, he was drafted here in '99. So I mean, for me to be the second Paris to come in here is awesome. You know what, Paris? Uh, first of all, let me just say to you, young man, congratulations. Congratulations to you. This has got to be a special day in your life, in your career, of course. I played 10 years in the National Football League. I remember what it was like to be drafted. I wasn't drafted nearly as high as you were, Paris. <laughs> okay? But 104 overall, it's a great day. I, I just want your guttural reaction. What was it like when you got that phone call? Oh, I mean, I was, I was, 
like honestly it's hard to put into words a feeling um just this is so excited you know I, again I, I felt so proud because I felt like not only was I accomplishing the dream I've had my entire life but um all my mom's work I, I just knew I, I wasn't looking at her while I was on the phone call but I knew she was behind me just feeling overwhelmed at the time and she didn't even know who I was on the phone with she was just crying yeah. she didn't even know because the lines were on the clock it didn't even show on TV till afterwards she didn't know who I was talking to but she was just overwhelmed overwhelmed and I think for me like I felt like being a Cardinal with such pride I think just that being the family team years ago when I was just born like I mean I'm ready to step into this position we're talking to Paris Johnson Jr. Paris, you mentioned this in your press conference too, but you know you, you were just playing with C.J. Stroud. You've played with Justin Fields before. Now you're going to be blocking for Kyler Murray. That's that's a pretty good group of quarterbacks you have experience playing alongside now, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've I, I played with two legendary guys. You know, I, I, I'm here at Ohio State um, now. Being able to play with the seasoned vet and Kyler Murray. And his ability to extend plays and his ability to make um, plays that no other quarterback in the league can make. You know, the type of plays that I, I can make alone in Madden. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 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 that's how he plays the game. So for me to be a tackle and or a potential guard here, and um, for me to, to play hard, it's, it's awesome. When you, when you play hard, you know that you do your job well. Um, the team, the team is going to win. You know what I mean? There's no concern about that. You know, you can do your job and it, might, it still might not work out. You know, so be a part of that line, be a part of that a group of guys that can allow him to do what he does is, is that's all you ask for as a lineman. Paris, the game of football was body, soul, and spirit to me. It always was. The threefold nature of man. It, you, you had to apply all of it. The soul, the spirit, the body to play it and play it well. For you personally, what's the best part of being a football player? I think the best part of being a, a football player is, one, the physicality of the sport. I think that's what attracts me to, to the game is, is the ability to impose your will on other people, you know, and, and and they're not able to stop it, um, <laughs> even if they want it. It's I think joyful. that's the main part of sport. It's you know? joyful, isn't it, Paris? I mean, it's fun to play the game of football, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> Paris, I'll just tell you that when you said physicality, that's like my co-host's favorite word in the world. So he just lit up when you said that was your favorite part of football. Um, it's, it's, I, you know, but once again, Paris, you, you stop and think about it. So much of the time, you you, you know, you, you'd be arrested if you did stuff that you did on the football field. If right, you did it right. outside of those white lines. But man, once you're inside those white lines, you can act like an unmitigated savage and nobody cares. It, it's what's expected that is uh, to me it's it's joyful and i watch you play and buddy i gotta tell you i love the way you play this game and i hope you never lose that passion for it yes sir thank you i appreciate that uh we're talking to paris johnson jr paris i I don't know i know it's been a whirlwind like you said at the press conference i don't know have you gotten to meet any of the other offensive linemen on this team? Like, do you know DJ Humphreys or, or some of these guys that you're going to be playing alongside? Or, or yes, you yes. So I just met up with DJ in the facility, um, which is awesome. Um, he was here when I arrived. You know, I'm also in a group chat with him and um, the KB. You know what I mean? So um, the RB communicating with these guys and 
I started, I got some texts from Zach Ertz too. Like, I don't know, like the, the vibe in the building is really welcoming, you know, so I'm excited to get to, to work with the guys here. Did they haze you at all? <laughs> did they? Did they? No, 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 no. They didn't do it at all? They didn't tell you, hey, Rook, uh, by the way, the first night out, you're buying. Oh no! I'm sure I'm going to hear that all in um, in a, a couple weeks. I think I think those days are ahead of me. <laughs> so yeah, those those days are ahead of you, my brother. There's no doubt about that. Talk to me a little bit about um, what other sports did you play when you were in high school? Uh, when I was in high school, I was on a wrestling team. That that's it, right there. Football and wrestling. That's what you did. Yes. Okay. Why wrestling? What did you love about wrestling? And what um, did yeah, it teach so you? I, wrestled for a season um, in high school at the time I was I was defensive end I knew that wrestling would translate best um, to playing on defense halfway through I went I was going to be a tackle and I was like okay well I'm learning a lot of you know like wrestling's a, a physical sport but the techniques weren't really going to translate to offensive line you know but regardless I, I, I stayed with it and um, you know learned a lot you know in the sport's a tough sport I have a lot of respect for our wrestling and I think it's, it's, it's a mental sport that it's it's the one-on-one the name of the game you know is the way with, 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 with wrestling is technique but at the end of the day you have to win your one-on-one in front of the world and I, I think the bottom between offensive line and defensive line it's it's five guys up front these guys win their their one-on-one so in a way there's a spotlight and each got to do their job you know Donovan Paris Johnson Jr. Paris, you mentioned it. I mean, you've been a tackle. You've now you've played guard too, right? I mean, do you have a preference here at the NFL level, or have they told you what they expect? I don't have a preference. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm just here to, to, to play where I'm needed to be a part of the best five. That's ultimately the goal. How excited are you that you're going to be able to take care of your mama and take care of your family for a long, long time? Willing? Uh, that is, um, I think that's the first um, thing that um, hit me is that now I'm in a position to make sure that my family is going to be taken care of. You know, and you know that that's one of, that's that's one of the several things that's as a motivator as I continue to play this game. You know, as um, as with years to come. Well, Paris, we really appreciate your time, man. Congratulations on your big night, and good luck going forward, all right? Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Paris. That's uh, Paris Johnson, Jr., Cardinals' first-round draft pick here in the 2023 draft, joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. Man, he is checking all the boxes for, for Wolf and the sort I'm of player just, that you Honestly, want. the physicality of it, please never forget that. Never forget that, Paris. It, it will drive you, and I also love the fact he's out there and he knows why he's playing. He knows what's at stake. Yeah. I'm going to take care of my family. That's what I'm going to do. You know what, Paris? If you'll hide that, you'll hide that inside of you. It'll never leave you. It will never leave you, and you will be motivated. You will be a true self-motivated individual. You'll never be externally motivated. You'll always be internally motivated because you're doing it for the right thing. Take care of your family. Go out and brawl. Since they drafted him last night, everything we heard last night from him, everything we heard at his press conference today, and what we just heard in the interview, he sounds like a very internally motivated individual. And do it in the name of love. All right, we come back over to basketball. Suns Nuggets starts tomorrow in Denver. How confident are you that Phoenix can solve Nikola Jokic and friends again? It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports.
the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Wolf and Luke talk Suns Nuggets now. All right, we got Suns Nuggets coming up tomorrow, 5.30 start time from Denver. And then game two will be Monday, so we'll have a chance on Monday to react to the draft. Wolf and uh, and game one of the series heading into game two. I think how, how good was Paris Johnson, by the way? He was good. How good he was, was good. he, man? I said this before. You, you That offensive line room with him and DJ Humphrey, Kelvin Beecham, Will Hernandez, there's a lot of personality in that offensive line. <laughs> so that's going to get real that's, interesting. That's going to get really, really good right there. And once again, I love it, what he's playing for. That's right. You want to brawl? Let's go. Uh, so the Suns will get into game one tomorrow. We got to play because the show has just like gotten away from us time wise. We got to play around to Kevin or Devin right now. Oh. It's time to play Kevin or Devin on the Wolf and Luke Show. <laughs> There we go. I believe we are all riding a winning streak into this one because we all took Devin in the closeout game against the Clippers, and he scored how many points? 47. 47. So we were all right on that one. Uh, Aaron, do you have the standings? I sure do. So, Wolf, you are 2-2. Two and two. Luke, you're 2-2. Two and two. Jesse is 1-3. and three. And I'm 3-1. and one. Oh, wow. Oh, look at that. Yes. All right. I have given What's your this point, value today. Here, somebody else go first, and I will uh, I'll pull up the FanDuel odds for everybody, too. Well, why don't you go first? You okay. never go first. Yeah, you know what? Um, let me go first okay. right now. Uh, okay, Devin Booker has twice in Kevin or Devin the last two times, actually. One, or is it three in a row? What is it now? Three. So, it's three? Well, it's, it's two because we didn't play that Sunday game. Yeah. Or ah, Kevin, yeah. Yes. So, okay. in the last round, Devin outscored Kevin three of the five games. Okay, great. Um, um, it's about time, isn't it, based on means? It's about time. Different matchup, too, with the Denver Nuggets. It's about time right now. They have nobody that I believe can actually guard Kevin Durant. Sorry, Aaron Gordon. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that right now. I believe that Kevin Durant is going to go off in game one. I'm going to go with Kevin over Devin in game one. All right. Rick? All right. So I'm finally able to share this on the air. I have now put Devin Booker into my top five shooting guards of all time in the NBA. <laughs> wow. So therefore, I mean, he's just been, he's just been insane during these playoffs. So I'm just going to keep rolling with Devin Booker. Devin Booker will outscore Kevin Durant tomorrow in Denver. I mean, I almost feel like you can never not pick Devin now after that proclamation. Uh, Aaron, you want to go next or you want to go last? Go ahead. You know, I want to pick Kevin Durant, yeah. but in, <laughs> until I have a reason to not pick Devin Booker, I'm just going to stick with Devin for a while because uh, you never know when he might go off for 50, and I can't get um, can't get that last game out of my mind and, and, and in my right mind pick against him, so I will go with Devin. 
You know, in game one of the Clippers series, it was Kevin. I know. That's what I was trying to figure out while I was talking. It was Kevin in game one of the Clippers series. It wasn't Devin. So I'm not going to overthink it. Okay. And I'm going to go with Kevin. Game one of the Nuggets series. That's good logic. I like that logic. Yeah. Teams maybe don't have an answer for Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, they're never going to have one, but they don't even really know what to do in the first game. Yeah. And you know he's going to give you about 30 every game. Um, This is going to be a tough one tomorrow. And this is big for me, in addition to the Suns. To get this right. What do you mean it's big for you? Well, as I, I went oh, trying to like, catch Maloney. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know the right. game we just played one second yeah. ago? Okay, yeah. I just didn't know you, you were taking it so personally. Uh, I just don't want to finish behind you. I mean, <laughs> speaking of taking it personally, <laughs> if I finish behind you, yeah, no. you 60-year-old sack. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I totally will not take that personally, Luke. We didn't even turn on each other. You turned no, on yourself. I know, exactly. <laughs> um, honestly, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I, I just have this feeling, um, again, that, okay, maybe Devin Booker has gotten the attention of the Denver Nuggets. Maybe, finally, he's getting the attention that, hey, listen, if you pay so much attention to KD, Kevin Booker will rip you to shreds. And maybe they're going to be hyper-aggressive in terms of trying to actually focus on Book this time. And then we'll see if KD can reciprocate. I'm looking on FanDuel. The Nuggets are favored to win tomorrow. But the Suns are favored to win the series. So there you go. Okay, Which, so FanDuel is even saying, basically, you know what, uh, we know you're a number one seed, Denver, but uh, that's not going to cut it. They have more talent than you do. It doesn't, I mean, the, the regular season record really, it gives them home court, so it matters in that respect. But otherwise, it really doesn't matter. Milwaukee's already done. They had the best record in the NBA. Memphis is on the ropes. They were second in the Western Conference. So, I mean, there's a decent chance just getting into the second round of the playoffs, one one seed and one two seed is already gone. Boston's through, and uh, and obviously Denver's through. But it's certainly not inconceivable the Suns take Denver out. We might might be getting to the uh, you know the, get down to the, the conference finals and, and barely have any of these top one or two seeds in each conference. It's when you get to this point, the record, the regular season record means very little to me. Denver, yes. Denver, they have this mystique of like, man, they were the best team in the West all year. Did you see what Denver did? That's yeah. great. They had 11 less wins than the Suns had last year. Yeah. And where did that get the Suns? The yeah. second round of the playoffs. Nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And the Suns lost, and some of this is on the Suns, but the Suns lost to a team that did not have Kevin Durant or Devin Booker. We've talked about it before, but it, it just goes to show you, once again, the de-emphasis of the regular season. And that really could be a problem going forward for Adam Silver and the NBA. I'm just saying right now. Well, they have that uh, in-season tournament. Does that do anything for At you? At what point in time? And you know what? It does. It does. And you have to wonder how much that may impact their thought process going forward. Fans are still coming out, of course they are, but at what point in time when teams are saying, you know, it's um this game is, you know, it's not really that important right now. It just isn't. You know, we need to load manage our players. We need to do that. Well, you know what, if you get an injury, by the way, sit down for oh, I don't know, 20 games. It's okay. Don't, don't rush back by any stretch of the imagination. Why would we have you do that? If you got a team that is a playoff caliber team, that 
more times than not is what teams are choosing to do. And at what point in time does a fan say, hey, man, if they don't care, I don't care? I mean, we're probably a ways away from that, but some fans are already feeling that way. Because the NBA did a good job with the play-in tournament of making it where now, okay, it matters to finish in the top six, right? But beyond that, Golden State showed us this last year. We've seen it well before Golden State. As long as you're in a playoff spot, you don't want to be 7 to 10. You obviously don't want to be 11 or below unless you're Dallas and you want to be 11th for some reason. But as long as you're in the top six... Ah, that's where, that's how Golden State jumped off last year. That might very well be how the Suns end up jumping off and, and winning it all this year. Yeah, and again, it's we're talking about this because the Denver Nuggets are the number one seed in the Western Conference and had a great season. There's no denying that. We all understand it. But here it is, FanDuel, of course, saying, no, you're, you're not the favorite. <laughs> you are the underdog to a team that had a great season in the Denver Nuggets. I will say those numbers got closer. When, when the Suns and Nuggets first won their series a few yeah. days ago the Suns were bigger favorites to win the series than now that line's moved okay well that line has moved okay interesting right you there. don't know what um, that means do you? this is going to be good I have no idea what it, <laughs> what it means uh, it's moved it just means that some wise guys or something like that uh, some wise guys money has come into this probably somebody said my goodness I, I, yeah, I'll take Denver it, if that's what you're going to do and they put some big money down is that what it is what well, yeah. moves the line well, right you, see, I how, see, you did know it, somehow right. I could survive in Vegas? You could not, but that's nice that you believe that. <laughs> Walk around and survive somehow in <laughs> Vegas? I could do it. But it is going to come down to the toughness as well. I, I, I've talked about this earlier. Talent is out there. I think both these teams are hyper-talented teams. What team is going to be tougher, my brothers? The team that is tougher wins this series. We'll start getting some answers tomorrow night. Uh, the Cardinals just drafted All-American offensive lineman Paris Johnson Jr. with sixth pick in the NFL draft. We are giving you the chance to be the first to own his jersey in the new Cardinals threads, too, the jerseys they uh, just released last week. Just text draft to 62620 for your chance to win a Paris Johnson Jr. Cardinals jersey. That's draft to 62620. And when we come back, we'll stick with football now. What did Lorenzo Alexander think about what the Cardinals did in the first round last night? We're going to ask the 15-year NFL vet next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke on a Friday afternoon, and uh, Wolf, pleased to be joined by him. Yeah, we haven't got to talk to you in a while. It's too long. Lorenzo Alexander joining so. us on the Arizona Sports Line. What's going on, Zoe? What's going on? I'm doing great, man. You know, I just been coaching girls flag football over at Xavier. We got to the playoffs, had a big win last night. So I'm, I'm good where I'm at. You know, I've been immersed into the game as well. Nice. Oh, that is so Zoe nice. The energy right that he always so, brings. by the way, who'd you beat? Uh, we beat Basher to get in. Okay. Um, so we got Eastmark next week. And so it's been fun, right, to see these uh, young ladies uh, who had never really played the game really grow into what I would call solid football players. And so it's been fun, especially being able to spend time with my daughter and really sharing that passion of ours that we quite weren't able to do like I have been able to do with my sons over the years. That's awesome. That's cool. That's Congrats, really cool. bro. Uh, all right, Zoe, while we got you here, I'm I'm actually going to start this off by asking you about the guy that the Cardinals could have had last night, and they volunteered right. the pass. <laughs> but Will Anderson was there. So what, yep. uh, what were your impressions of Will Anderson? 
I mean, he's a generational type player, right? I mean, obviously he has a, a lot of hype around his name, and rightfully so, because he stood out at Alabama. And But at the end of the day, I mean, you have to go with your gut and build a team, and I think the Cardinals did, you know, building from the, the, the offensive line, being in interior when we think about up front, right, and, and what that means when we talk about the run game and protecting Kyler, I think it's sufficient. Uh, but Will Anderson, I think the biggest thing that you're going to miss out this year that you may not, that you probably won't get with, with Paris Johnson until he becomes like a Trip Williams type, hopefully, and that's what we're thinking, right? Call one guy, he's talking about he's a new age Orlando Pace, and he has a long way before he can prove that. Um, it's going to be like the big splash plays where Will Anderson go out to get a sack, strip trumble, right? That changes the complex of the game. You can see it, that sexiness, and you go, ooh, okay, that's why we drafted him. Right, yeah. unless Paris Johnson becomes like a Trip Williams type, him doing his job at a high level, most people are not going to even recognize. You're going to yeah. say, "Oh man, they're doing well out there. They're able to run the ball." Kyler has more time, but you won't go say, "Oh, that's Paris Johnson because of this awesome play he made." Right? It's going to be more of an offensive line thing together. And I think that's the biggest difference. I don't think you go wrong with either pick uh, because of what they bring with the, the uh, in the trenches, which I think the Cardinals need to upgrade. And you know, obviously, me and Wolf, we we definitely side on that as being more tough, more physical in the trenches. And I think they got the great player in Paris in, 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 in that regard. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So seriously, I absolutely love the pick right there. It was the movement that blew my mind too. Trading down from number yeah. three <laughs> to number twelve, and what they got back for trading down to number twelve, I was okay with it, Zoe. But I, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was great, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that it was Will Anderson. That yeah, was right, right there. What are your thoughts? It's a sexiness, right? And I, and I get that, right? Because we love those those immediate impact players, yeah. right? And when we think about it, right, you know, does that equate to wins? I mean, I think the really the biggest thing that equates to wins is the quarterback play. And so for me, I'm looking at it like that's what Paris Johnson is going to be able to give Kyler, right? Protecting, yeah. get the run game going, get, yeah. makes him more effective on being under center in the play action pass that we always talk about. So I think in a weird way, right, in a less sexy way, because you're not going to get the sacks and the splash plays, that Paris Johnson actually fits to what we want to do long term. And then I also look at, you know, the 2024 first-round pick that they got from Houston as well, right? They, they, Houston's about to roll uh, a rookie quarterback out there. As great as, great as C.J. Stroud is, right, yeah. rookie quarterbacks tend to struggle, right? So that's going to be maybe a high pick potentially, right? Because they're still trying to figure out who they are in Houston, new team. Will they be better? Yes, because I like D'Amico Ryans, but they're still a rookie quarterback that's going to be out there for you guys. So um, I think it actually works out good. I mean, especially when you think about where this team is and having another high pick potentially next year and what they're able to do based on where they're at as well because we don't quite know what, what the Cardinals are going to look like with Kyler, you know, his injury and when he will be back and, and how this will be able to hold up in his absence. But, Zoe, I was really, really impressed that they didn't stay at 12, that he moved back up in the draft to number six to get Paris Johnson. Right. I was really impressed. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. This is Monty Ford's first draft, and I thought yeah. he nailed it. Yeah, and, and apparently he has a relationship with the Lions, right? And, and I think relationship always helps. Um, and I know, uh, I think I heard somebody earlier talking about the history of the Cardinals and picking offensive linemen and even go through the names. But this is a different regime. And, right, when we think about the Tennessee Titans, where Monty comes from, and the Philadelphia Eagles, where J.G. comes from, 
I think about physical offensive line play, right? Yep. And so I'm excited about uh, this pick because of who those guys are, right? What they've done and the, their um, um, opportunities before becoming uh, with the Arizona Cardinals and the players that they produce, especially up front and the mentality that they bring. So I think to your point, I mean, I think it was a home run hit as far as what this team needs, who they want to become, and uh, what the future is for them. Talking to Lorenzo Alexander, Zoe, still six more picks in this draft if they don't trade anything else and four of them tonight when you look at the Cardinals what other positions stand out to you of like they need to address that sooner rather than later defensive line I mean it, it, this team you need you need players in the trenches right um, mm-hmm. to be effective and consistent week in and week out that's where the game is won I know we love people on the outside catching these balls running the ball and doing all that cute stuff, but you got to be able to win the trenches to put the pressure on the quarterback, to protect the quarterback. And obviously with the the, the guys like uh uh JJ leaving, um Allen leaving, uh, you know, Mark is not there. You you have to find some young depth that can come in there and play at a high level and and be a, be effective and consistently effective from week in and week out as far as how you stop the run and then most importantly impact the quarterback on third down. So, so thank you, thank you so much for the time, man. Thank you. Always, guys, man. Love you. Okay, right, you love too. you too, bro. Take care. That's Lorenzo Alexander joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, you know, he said it. Look, with Will Anderson, it's going to be a lot easier to see the good things he does next year for Houston than it will be to see the good things Paris Johnson Jr. does just by the nature of the position. Yeah, it is. But you know what I would say to everyone out there? Just go ahead and watch tape. You know what I mean? With DVR now, it's the greatest thing in the world. Now, I, the I realize you don't get the, yeah. yeah, I realize you don't get the the end zone shot and stuff like that the coaches cut uh, i get that but watch tape and focus don't watch the ball focus on everything else around it that's what i do as an analyst it's so great how much before we hit the break do you think how instrumental was dave sears and them being able to make that move back up to six boy you you wonder about it he had his right hand man yeah. he had the the guy that holds him accountable i'll guarantee you it's dave sears who does that who's got accountability those ties to the line. so important he's got those yeah. ties yes all right score the hottest ticket in town sun's playoff tickets just text ticket 620 620 register and listen for your name starting next wednesday during the 7 a.m noon and five o'clock hours for your chance to qualify for tickets see the suns take on the denver nuggets that's ticket to 620 620 when we come back it was a very busy week around the world of sports we'll get you caught up on everything in the work week wrap up next it's wolf and luke on arizona sports the local sports leader wolf and luke middays arizona sports the local sports leader all right kind of a busy week so let's get to the work week wrap up starting on monday 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 boy this was this week do you even can you believe this was this week wolf not that there was a monday that deandre ayton said this to the media hey i don't know what that is man. yeah hey, motor come on bro. i play both ends of the floor my name is dominating i carry the, I, I anchor the phoenix suns and both ends of the flow motor really you don't talk about the motor man Nope, I run on Tesla battery. Feels <laughs> like that was a month and a half ago. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm dominating. Like that's part of the argument. You would say I'm dominating. You know. Uh, okay. 
Look, I love DA. I really do. Um, but I want DA to be his harshest critic. I want him to critique himself by taking off the rose-colored glasses. What if he changed his name legally to Don N. Aiton? Would that, that change anything for you? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was traded to the Jets on Monday. Here's Dan Orlovsky. There's three teams in Tier 1 in the AFC. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Buffalo Bills. There's now four. This puts the New York Jets into that first tier. Oh, is that put the Jets into that tier with the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs? Um, right on the border, I guess. They've got an offensive line issue right there with the New York Jets. Their offensive line, I don't think, is very good. And because of that, Aaron Rodgers is going to get waylaid at some point in time. I'm sure he'll handle that very well. Um, I don't think he's going to handle it well. But you've got a quarterback who's Aaron Rodgers, who's still really, really good in that defense with Robert Sala. I like the combination, but you got to be able to protect him. And I don't think they're going to be able to. They feel like the sort of team that's going to make the playoffs and cause problems for somebody good. But I, I still can't pick them coming out of the AFC yet. Uh, also on Monday, D-backs sent down pitcher Dre Jamison after a 43-pitch first inning on Sunday. And then the Heat took down the Bucks to take a 3-1 series lead behind 56 from Jimmy Butler's Eric Spolstra. He's one of the, the most intelligent basketball players in this association. You can't do what he does on both ends of the court just by running around and, and trying to figure things out. He understands what we're trying to do, and he understands what they're trying to do. Called it up with 42 points in the next game, so 98 points in two games. For it's Jimmy a Butler. soul that makes Jimmy Butler different from so many other guys right now. Never forget, Basin. I mean, you have to you have to think it first. You have to think it first, and then you have to do it. And not only is he brilliant and very intelligent, but the doing part of it is what he loves and what he thrives on. Lakers beat the Grizzlies to go up 3-1 in that series. D-backs beat the Royals 5-4. That was all Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday, all right. Uh, D-backs sending down Jake McCarthy, hitting 143 on the season. That's brutal. He was an absolute machine for this team last year. And we talked to Mike Hayes, and he said, you know, we sent him down last year, and look what he did when he came back. Uh, Hawks beat the Celtics 119-117 to extend that series. D-backs lost to the Royals 5-4. And then the Suns beat the Clippers 136-130. to Devin Booker 47 points. Takes a step. Christian won't get it. Long rebound to Booker. Booker brings it down. Puts up a three. Suzanne Booker. And the Clippers will stop him with a timeout. Be legendary was less legendary. Where's the coffee? That's you drank it all. That's two. Uh, that's two games of forty-four or more points from Devin Booker in that first-round series against the LA Clippers. Meanwhile, the Nuggets closed out the T Wolves one twelve one oh nine in their game five. Here's Shanae Ogwamike on SportsCenter. The X factor in the series is a guy by the name of DeAndre Ayton. Over the last three years, only one player has defended Jokic more than DeAndre Ayton. D.A., he gets up for this matchup. He has experience. He knows what it's like to go up against Jokic. And that's what we're all going to be looking for in game one. Is it not tomorrow night? Yes. Is it is it frustrating that there are certain matchups he gets up for more than others? Yes. But this is one of those matchups. And so as long as he gets up for this matchup, you feel good about their chances. Absolutely. Sold. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Clippers forward Kawhi Leonard, it was revealed, had been diagnosed with a torn meniscus. That would explain why he wasn't playing. Uh, NBA and the NBA Players Association ratifying the new CBA. Zach 
Gallon. The scoreless streak up to 28 innings. D-backs win the rubber match of a three-game series with the Royals 2 to nothing. 12 strikeouts for Zach Gallon, by the way. And the 3-2 to Melendez with two men out. Pitch on the way, and it's a swing and a miss. Gallon's got a season high a dozen as he strikes out two in this inning. Yeah, he's absurd. He's returned, has he not? <laughs> yeah, two games to kind of get back on. Oh but the thing is, Zach Gallon's on track is basically perfect every time he pitches. Yes, abandon all hope. He who might hit here. A Knicks beat the Cavs. They move on to the second round. Jimmy Butler, the upset win over the Bucks for the Heat. They came back from down 16 in the fourth quarter. And then the Warriors beat the Kings. That series Warriors. is still going. What was that again, Wolf? Was it? Warriors come out to play. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the Lakers by 17. Lakers still lead the series, but because the Grizzlies won, Dylan Brooks was able to give everybody two seconds of his time to speak. I pulled bears. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's not what he said. You're taking him out of context. I'm just playing what's in front okay, of me. Here's uh, Thursday. 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 Uh, Brittany Griner speaking to the media for the first time since returning to the U.S. Who wouldn't want to play with a, a walking fossil? Uh, no, I'm playing. <laughs> She's going to kill me. Uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens finally agreed to a long-term deal. Here's Lamar. There's been a lot of he say, she say. A lot of nail biting, a lot of head scratching going on. But for the next five years, there's a lot of flock going on. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I love this guy. I do, man. I root for Lamar Jackson. This guy, I love this guy. And I think the Ravens love him. I know the Ravens love him. And it's going to be really interesting to see if D-Hop is a Raven before the end of the day. Uh, NFL drafts. Cardinals trade down to 12, then back up to 6. They take Paris Johnson. The Detroit Lions have traded the 6th pick to the Arizona Cardinals. With the sixth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Paris Johnson Jr., Ohio State. There you go. Yeah. That part of that, listening to that right there, Detroit. For two and a five? That's but insane. wait a minute, it's what done. are you doing? No take backs, Detroit. Honestly, we moved six places up. Dude, Detroit had a weird 10. draft, too. Because then with the 12th pick, they took Jameer Gibbs. A, a two and a five is all it took? And Gibbs, like, I like Gibbs, but man, he was not expected to go 12. Uh, on to oh, Monty Austin Ford. You talk about that Hopkins trade? You know, I, I, don't, I don't foresee that happening. Um, you know, I, I don't know what is going to happen here in the next couple of days. Um, right now, I don't, foresee, I don't foresee that happening, no. <laughs> no, just never trade him. Obfuscation. Friday. Friday, Paris Johnson Jr.'s introductory press conference. Yeah, so one, I feel like the type of player I am, I feel like I play with violence. Also joined our show, and we'll be able to react to that more on Monday. But early returns on him. I know he hasn't played for the Cardinals yet, Wolf, but you got to feel pretty good about this guy, at least as a person joining this team. Did you say something, Luke? <laughs> no, you're gone. Uh, thanks to Aaron Jesse Morrison behind the glass. Thanks to Oren and Jace for the barbecue, too. Uh, for Wolf, I'm Luke. we got Burns and Gambo coming up next right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Peace and strength.